Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of emc2learning.com, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive right into today's topic. Uh, today, we are talking about the power of a playful playfulness sort of in teaching. Um, welcome. And we're going to dive right into this magic of bringing this playful spirit into the classroom. Do you remember that one teacher, right? We all had one that could make any topic fun. Let's dive into why that's so important, that that teacher that could just seem to make everything just light up. Uh, let's Before we do that, though, let's set this stage. What are we talking about playfulness here? What we're referring to is the demeanor or lightheartedness, the, you know, the the enthusiastic nature of that person. So we're not talking about gamification here. We're not talking about that kind of playfulness. We're not talking about game design. We're really centered around their spirit. They're, they're like how they view the world a little bit. It doesn't mean being unprofessional though, or dismissive. It's about that zest, right? That like excitement. So why is being playful such a game changer? Let's, let's break it down. And I see it in sort of four kind of categories here, right? First one out of the gate, of course, for me is going to be engagement. Remember trying to listen to a monotonous lecture. You remember that, you know, we're talking about Bueller, Bueller. Now imagine if that topic was taught with a little humor, little games, or even a touch of whimsy, right? A little, I don't know, just pop sizzle. It can become so much more memorable for our students and actively they want to participate when there's that zeal, when there's that fun. Kind of so we got that engagement piece. And again, this is a little different than what we are usually talking about here around engagement. We're usually talking about some sort of research-based or scientific-based or like a way to lay out your course. This is just about bringing a little bit of humor, a little games, a little, I don't know, dad joke, who knows, but bring it into the classroom. It makes it so much more welcoming. And on that note, I'm going to bring into the next category that I think this being playful changes, and that is building relationships, a little laughter, a shared joke. These moments foster a deeper connection between the teacher and the student, and I think that that's so valuable and something that we don't want to miss out on. So make sure you take that time to be a little playful and build those relationships. Say that dad joke. Be silly. I have so many moments where I where I do that, where I add a bit of silliness into my lesson. Uh, you know, how I cue things up. Uh, for example, I'm, my mind just like flooded with like 50 examples. But for example, I'm thinking the first time I really draw something in the year, if like I go over the board and I'm like, well, I'm going to draw this ballot. And it was like, whoop, wait, I have to I have to give you guys a little a little warning. Uh, I have to tell you, I am a fantastic artist. My drawings are so good. You know, in fact, I have petitioned the International Olympic Committee to add drawing as an Olympic sport. And I have to tell you, it breaks my heart a little bit, but I hope you'd be proud. If they accept, I will cease to be your sixth grade world history teacher, and I will be the U.S. on the U.S. Olympic drawing team, possibly captain. I'm just that good. 
And then I obviously like draw stick, stick figures and it's terrible. And I tell him like, oh, guys, remember, like warning, this is so realistic. You might try to walk into this image. It is merely a drawing. I just have to make sure you're aware of that, right? That little bit of silliness, what did that take? All of 90 seconds. And it just makes it a little more relational, a little more inviting. They, they know where the joke's going, but like that you take it to that level is a way to build relationship, a way to be a little whimsical, right? And that makes such a difference. Now, two more reasons why we'd want to do that. So we had first engagement. Second, we had building relationships. Third, we're going to talk about this stress reduction. We all know learning can be stressful. We're asking kids to go outside their bounds, get a little, I don't know, we're pushing them. We're asking them. We're literally asking them to do what they could not do 10 minutes ago, or we're asking them to learn a new concept or new vocabulary and use and apply that vocabulary, understand that vocabulary, like literally on the fly. This is hard being a student. So reducing that stressfulness with a little playful environment, it breaks down these barriers and it helps students relax, which is essential for the absorption and retention of the material we're trying to get across. I think this is so critical and so important for teachers to know that like when you're being playful like that, when I'm taking that 90 seconds to set up the joke about the International Olympic Committee accepting me as the first ever captain of the drawing team, it has real powerful benefits. It's not just being silly. It is not being unprofessional. In fact, everything I do is a calculated thing in my class to make my class better, including the International Olympic Committee joke. And uh, I, you know, suggest you think about ways to do that in your class and ways to build those things up because stress reduction comes at a increased absorption and retention of the material. So it is a factor that we should be thinking about as teachers. How can we reduce that stress? Okay, the fourth one. Well, I'm going to do, I'm going to be my teacher. We had three others, engagement, building relationships, stress reduction. And the fourth one is actually a creativity boost. Play sparks imagination. When students are encouraged to think outside the box and be a little more playful in their setting, they often come up with the most brilliant ideas. And so, you know, having this environment where it's it's just special is probably the best way I can describe it, right? Those teachers that I told you at the top of the show, like we all remember those teachers that could just make anything fun or just special that's they, they had a special talent and part of it was the magic they created in the classroom it just felt like a safe and special play i guess special is the best i got to describe it but it, it it's just that it's this you knew when you were going in their classroom it almost felt like you were leaving school a little bit. And I don't mean from a room transformation standpoint. I mean from like a psychological standpoint. It was just a different space in a good way. And so we want that creative boost. So keep that in mind. Uh, I know that some of you might say like, what if they stop taking me serious? I know that that's probably a fear. And the trick lies in the balance. It's about being playful without losing your authority. Remember that to respect the and be be like respectful to them, but also respect the playful nature that uh, these don't have to be exclusive, mutually exclusive, right? We can be serious and have serious content, but we can also be playful in our demeanor and in our classroom and how we set things up. So 
if you want to think about adding a little bit of playfulness to your classroom, here are three sort of quick tips that I can give you. One, use humor. Lighten up the atmosphere with relevant jokes or funny anecdotes. Think about your dad jokes that you can build in. I mean, I have tons of them that I use uh, in my class, right? From can I go to the bathroom? I don't just say like, I don't know, can you? But like build on that, riff on that. Um, I do all sorts of silly things like that. Or when a kid comes up and says, um, I, I immediately say like, what? Did you just call me um? My parents love me. They give me a name, right? But it's that little playful interaction. It took two seconds of my time to say it that way. But they get it that they shouldn't say um in front of at least my name, right? Uh, it's that. It's that kind of light jest, that humor. Very powerful. Introduce games. Transform lessons into games or challenges. Those of you that know about my work on EMC2, John and I love EMC2, bringing that playfulness down into the lesson, bringing that fun, that humor, that game element, but again with peak results in terms of your class goals. And that perfect fusion happens on EMC2. So if you're thinking about introducing sort of a game-like atmosphere, whether it's for the whole year or just for a particular lesson with a particular activity, you got to check out the some 700 activities we have on EMC2 that just look good, feel good, sound good, and produce the results. Kind of to sum it all up, embracing a playful spirit doesn't just make teaching fun. It transforms learning and experiences for your students. So I want you to think about it. I want you to find your own style. Embrace the unexpected. Remember, it's okay to lose once in a while. Like, take a swing at it. Try it. I forgot one more tip. We had the use humor. We had the introduce games. I got to also say, be spontaneous. Occasionally deviate from your plan or just spice things up. Do class outside. Do class in the hallway. Like, bring a just giant sheet of paper and sit out in the main hallway and like, do your lecture or whatever there. May call it story time. Like, even to your eighth grade students or ninth grade students, it feels different, and they are still, they got more of that playful spirit in them than you know. Uh, so I want you to think about all of that, and I want you to go out and have a great day, a playful day. And thank you so much for being part of the Well-Played community. Please share this with others so that they can join our podcast. And I look forward to hearing more from you guys on the hashtag Well-Played Podcast. All right, everybody, take care and play on.